0: What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. to be the bearer of bad news or maybe this is really good news for you i'm not really sure what your personal opinions on it are and i do apologize in advance to all australian new zealanders anyone below the equator but this conversation is about to exclude you and as one of my top strengths being inclusivity that is actually something i found out on a strengths finder test in college one of the things I truly hold very near and dear to my heart. I do apologize as this conversation might be very exclusive to you. Why does that sound like that's the right thing to say, but the wrong word to use? The conversation would be excluding you. Therefore, it would be exclusive to you, not inclusive to you. That doesn't make sense, but it does. Do You know what I mean? We're moving forward. You haven't even followed what I'm trying to say because I've already wasted a minute of your time just rambling. I'm shopping for bathing suits right now, all right? The bearer of bad news today is me. I'm here to tell you that summer is in the air. How do we feel? All right, let's 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 check everybody's pulse. How are we doing? Are we fine with this? Are you all right? Is this the best time of your year or are you like me and you despise summer? I'm not really sure at what point in my life I started to hate summer. It's been quite some time. And if I really try and you know, dive deep into the origins of it, it would most likely be because of growing up in California, which you would think immediately makes absolutely no sense because it doesn't. But here's the thing. When you're in California, specifically Southern California, you have the same weather for 12 months out of the year. It hits 65 degrees. We throw on coats. We throw on jackets, layers. Everything is freezing below, I don't know, 82 (laughs) Seriously, so when summer rolls around, global warming, hello, it's 110 degrees. Not only is it just kind of gross and sticky and hot outside, but everything about summer is just not typically my most favorite activities. No, that's not exactly true, but it's also not exactly false. I am the kind of person who loves a good old-fashioned fall. I love a fall. I love a winter. Spring, you know, she's growing on me. But there's something about the summer activities that just provides me with, um, how does one say, anxiety? And it's hard to shake. It's hard to just throw that feeling away. You can't exactly just tell your anxiety to go take a hike. You can try. But from past experience, I haven't been quite successful with that. So it's a sad reality to admit out loud or to talk about that one of the biggest reasons I don't enjoy the summertime is because it really means like being outside in a bathing suit, in less clothes. I've talked about this multiple times before. If you've watched my fitness journey story on my YouTube channel, I even talk about how there was periods of my life, still even a little bit now, where I genuinely don't like wearing dresses, shorts, things that reveal my legs or just too much of my body because one, it is a little bit uncomfortable. And also, I just don't feel that comfortable showing that much of my body because I don't feel confident in most parts of my body. So then you start to think about summertime where every single activity for three or four months straight is the exact same thing with the same minimal amount of clothing required. It makes me worried. And you know why I decided to start recording this podcast literally in this moment, at 3.45 p.m. because I started shopping for bathing suits. Now you might say, Taylor, does this make any sense? Taylor, you are ranting all about your hatred for summer. You're ranting all about why you don't like this season because of the clothes in particular. And here you are shopping for bathing suits. But let me explain myself. First and foremost, a generous PSA Hopefully, generous, not the to two by one horn, but Girlfriend Collective has released swimwear, particularly one shoulder bikini tops and one shoulder one pieces. Now, my dearest, dear friends, I hope you know by now that I am a one shoulder lover, okay? Anything one shoulder. It goes straight to the cart. It goes straight to the checkout window. My my fingers, I have no control over them. They're instantly punching in my credit card number. There is no resistance. I must purchase it. I'm currently logging on to the Girlfriend Collective Interweb. This is GF Swim, my friends, okay? We have the Caspian Bikini Top. It is available in five colors. It is $48. It is designed with recycled fishing nets. And already, the sizes are flowing away from availability. Okay. If you're listening to this, I pray it is not too late for you. Find a way, find any way to get yourself to girlfriendcollective.com, support a business. Just, just check it out on my behalf. Just pull it up, give it a look, give it a listen, give it a click. I don't even know what to do with myself because I want these pieces so badly. And truly, I am not in the business of spending money right now. I genuinely mean that. But I don't, ugh, there's just no willpower on my end. Not to mention, thanks to you all, I have been introduced to Aerie. Now, that sounds like the dumbest statement ever because Aerie is a very well-known brand, but I am just not much of a casual shopper, I guess I could say. All my life, I've been the kind of person that maybe gets a few new pairs of shirts or shorts, whatever, for the school year. And that was when I was not in uniforms, I would buy my little matching top and shorts for picture day. I would get the few things that maybe you know were in style and season when September rolled around that school year, and that was all the shopping that I did for the year. And that's the way I've grown up. That's the way I've lived most of my life. So I've never been one that just sits at home and you know scrolls on the interweb looking for cute new clothes or styles, fashions, bathing suits, whatever. I just haven't. So it's not that I didn't know Airy existed. It's That I just never really looked into it But I think I posted an Instagram story not too long ago Where I was asking you all for a good pair of bottoms Ribbed bottoms that were going to match this bikini top That I purchased from Toluca Toluca Swim Which is the Whitney Simmons Taylor and Chloe Chamberlain brand And I kind of made the dumb decision where I couldn't find the bottoms that I wanted in my size. So I decided I'm just going to buy the top and I'm going to figure out how I can find similar black bottoms, not that difficult of a challenge, and I'm just going to purchase what I have in my cart and move about my day. Thanks to you all answering my Instagram story, I learned that Aerie has fantastic, fantastic swimsuit options, particularly their ribbed bikini bottoms. Another PSA, if that is something that you want as a staple in your bikini line, your swimsuit bag for the summer, Aerie has really good classic black bikinis. So here I was on this beautiful afternoon, kind of sitting here in my feels, really getting a teeny bit nervous for summer. And I kind of had this thought, right, where I'm normally one to just shy away from that feeling. Like I'll just try and shove it away, you know? And if I'm not feeling good, if I'm not feeling confident, I'm not going to shop. I'm not going to look at bathing suits. I'm just almost going to pretend it doesn't exist. I'm going to pretend that the weather isn't getting warmer. I won't have to be in a bikini. And I'm just going to pretend for as long as I can that summer isn't happening. And I can't exactly explain how I got to this exact moment where I'm sitting on my computer Quite literally in this moment, scrolling through Aerie, scrolling through Girlfriend Collective. But I kind of just had this moment of calling bullshit on myself, I guess you could say. I am the ripe age of 24. And I could probably say for the last, oh my God, this is going to sound gross, the last decade. So since I was 14 years old, I could probably count on one hand how many times I have felt confident in a bathing suit in the last 10 years. And to me, as a 24-year-old, that is ridiculous. And frankly, I'm not sitting here saying I just woke up today and I chose confidence and all of my problems are out the door. But I am just kind of sick and tired of that attitude or of that feeling of just wanting to hide in a hole all summer long I'm flipping sick and tired of it it is exhausting it is irritating like to myself alone and that's also not an encouraging thing to be around I couldn't tell you how many times I've just like sat in my room and cried like before going to an event with Keith or something and I'm just like I have no idea what to wear I've gone through 16 different options I've tried on 45 bikinis I've just sat there and picked apart every square inch of my body. And for what? Like that is just, hang on, (laughs) gotta take a deep breath. We're getting a little heated, but it's really irritating. And I just want to somehow push past that. I'm tired of just feeling that way day in and day out all summer long. And if I can just shop online or find pieces that complement my body as it is right now, instead of trying to change it for some certain event or for some certain vacation or even just hiding away from even wearing it in the first place, I'm going to do quite literally whatever it takes to just almost screw that stupid mentality. I don't want to have another summer of my life where I'm sick and tired of almost like wishing the days away. Like, let's say, for example, Keith wants to take me out on the boat or something. His dad owns a boat. We often have the opportunity to go out on the boat. You've probably seen it on Instagram and whatnot. It's amazing, blessing, privilege. I don't want another day to come by where I get anxiety thinking about going on the boat. I don't want that anymore. It's frustrating. It's exhausting. It's stupid. And I just want to get past that point of feeling so unconfident in myself when really I know, like I know that I've just worked so hard to be so happy and to approach everything in my life, particularly with my healthy lifestyle, to just live for joy and to live moving my body because it makes me happy, because I'm passionate about it. Why am I spending so much time having these hateful thoughts about myself in my mind when I could be enjoying the moment and actually enjoying every beautiful thing that summer brings. I say I hate the summertime, but really that's only because of my unconfidence in myself and in my body. There are so many beautiful things that I love about summer. I mean, take COVID aside, for example, let's say it's a perfect normal year, right? I love bonfires. That's like such a summer California activity. I used to go to so many bonfires. They were the most fun thing ever. And it always felt like the night never ends. You know, that's just so quintessential summer. I love getting ice cream on a warm summer day. I love sitting out and like having a cocktail, a wine, a wine, let's be honest, multiple glasses of wine. I love barbecuing. I love swimming in the lake. I love boating. I love going on like a nice summer walk or on a summer morning run. I love just being outdoors. Like that's the beauty of summer is just finding ways to be outside. And I just want to enjoy that and not be thinking constantly about the way I'm looking, the way that I think that people are perceiving me, because let's be honest, nobody is looking at you and saying, gosh, look at the way she looks or commenting on your body, blah, blah, blah. And if they are, screw them and remove them from your life. Everybody is always too in their own mind to be even thinking a single thought about you. But of course, that's not what I think in the moment. I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, everyone's just looking at me and and seeing how I look in these shorts. And I feel so self-conscious right now. And I feel so down on myself. Are you kidding me, Taylor? I just uploaded a video the other day talking about how I cleared out my entire workout clothes. And let's be honest, you know, I was a little bit successful, a little bit stubborn with myself because, you know, you, you have your favorites. It's hard to let go of things. It's hard to let go of clothes because you always think you're going to wear that one particular t-shirt for that one particular occasion that happens once a year, but you still keep it in your drawer and you stare at it for 364 days, you know. So I did all right, at least in the cleanout process, but really... The whole point of that video for me was getting rid of things that I just knew in my heart of hearts were not serving me and my body anymore. And I talked about this in my video, how I have always wanted to be the person that felt so confident or just even just was being themselves and wears a sports bra on its own, without a shirt, without a tank top, whatever, to the gym. Just your sports bra and your leggings, all the stuff that, you know, we normally see on Instagram. I've always wanted to be that person. I don't even think I've ever taken my shirt off in a workout class or something. Can't even remember, but I'm just covering my butt here. It could have been like once in a pitch black room, maybe in a spin class, a yoga class or something like that, you know, and then I would immediately put it on before the lights would turn back on or something. But I don't even remember that if I'm being honest with you. Even when the whole rest of the class would be doing it, there's just always been that one little voice in my head that would hold me back from, I don't, like, just enjoying myself is kind of the blunt way of putting it. I've held myself back from enjoying myself because of stupid insecurities that I've held on to for the past decade plus. I hate saying decade because it makes me sound so old I guess but it's true I mean obviously I've been around for two decades and I can't even tell you that 400% I'm going to be this confident person summer 2021 I'm going to wear every single bathing suit I own I'm going to constantly just throw on whatever I feel good in and I'm not going to have a single anxious thought in my mind you know I can't sit here and lie. You know, I, and I probably won't even end up going to the gym just wearing a sports bra. I'm not even sure that my gym allows that, to be quite honest with you. But I really just want to get to that point of appreciating my body as it is, not trying to change its size, not trying to change for anybody else, not even trying to look good for anybody else other than myself. That's all I want. And I don't want to spend all summer long in this self-pity mindset that I have spent my previous 10 plus summers in. It's exhausting. And like I mentioned, it isn't fun to be around. Like no friend probably wants to be around me when I'm just sitting there like arms crossed, you know, not feeling my best self. And I also think it's so interesting to really dive into because it's so counterintuitive to everything that I think about the way I approach my life. I'm constantly talking about how I want to promote things from a perspective of living a healthy lifestyle or treating my body well from within and that's going to radiate to have this positive joyous energy, you know? So if you're taking that into consideration, why in the heck would it even matter what in the world I look like to begin with? It doesn't. It really flip and doesn't. But like with anything, I'm I'm just like everybody else. I have my own insecurities. I have things that make me very self-conscious and it's hard to just turn off. You know, It's not just a a switch I can just overcome overnight. But that's kind of the whole point of talking these things through with you all and just being transparent on this platform. It's definitely my most personal platform. And I'm always so grateful if you do tune in to listen because it really does mean so much to me. And I always feel the closest to the people that want to listen to my podcast. Because first of all, who wants to listen to somebody talk for an hour, 45 minutes, whatever. You're very kind. I don't have that great of a voice. It does get a little bit obnoxious. So I do appreciate you wanting to tune in, but it's so personal and podcasts are just so intensive in that way. And we kind of get this time to just sit down and chat and to vent through things like this. It's so, of course, one-sided. I wish I could hear all of your perspectives in real time with me. That would be fun. I don't know how we could do that, but maybe like a Google chat or like a Zoom back and forth live podcast. Oh my, wait a darn second. Could you do that on Patreon, I wonder? Like, um, of course, you know, you can do live streams, but that's just comment sections. I would want to know how you could do like a a pop-in chat. I do know that YouTube had some sort of in demo. They were trying to work through the kinks on some sort of like meet and greet fan situation that was all virtual and it was their way of maybe skirting around the pandemic but still being able to connect with viewers and you could even charge people to come and like chat with you I guess I don't know I forget what it's even called but something like that I think would be so darn cool like you know it's like a Wednesday night we all get a a glass of wine glass of orange juice you know whatever your cup of joe is And we just hang out and we chat and it's two-sided because I'm really not that interesting. I'm really not. I would love, I would love to hear more of your perspectives when I'm just sitting here in my flipping feels talking about not wanting to wear a bathing suit and maybe we could just vibe back and forth. So I'm going to look into that because now I'm really keen on that idea. I got a few comments from my last podcast that you don't like it when I give you short podcasts. So sometimes I feel like you don't want to just hear me sit here and rant. So I want to make it precise. no, well, not precise, concise. I don't want to bore you. But if you want the longer form podcast, I'll just sit here and you know keep the microphone running when I'm just going about my, my day. It's actually so funny that I'm even having this full conversation about the summer and bathing suits and whatnot right now, because all day long, I've really been in my feels. I really have. I've just kind of been in an off mood for truly no reason other than maybe just a little bit of Lethargicness. Because sometimes, you know, I go through those total phases where I'm just bouncing off the walls. I'm feeling super creative. I want to film all the time. I want to podcast all the time. And I'm kind of on top of the world. But in my own world, that makes me sound like I'm being obnoxious. I mean, like, you know, I'm feeling confident in my productivity, I guess you could say. But today was just not one of those days. And it's kind of interesting that I've had this whole little mini epiphany of just kind of being tired of it and maybe that's exactly why i am just genuinely tired of being in this self-pity boat that's you know it's like this lonely sailboat in the middle of the ocean there's there's no way to find help like i'm just sitting out there like waiting for somebody to come rescue me it's exhausting it's stupid and you know frankly i'm over the darn thing somebody asked me what my favorite coffee order is and you know what's actually kind of funny is i don't have a regular coffee order and i do actually think that tells you a lot about myself I'll say most of the time I get a hot drink and when I order a hot drink, it has to be extra, extra hot. Like if I'm ordering on the Starbucks app, let's say I have to pick the extra, extra hot option because there's something weird about my taste buds. I don't know, but I need things to be crazy hot and not, you know, to the point where I'm gonna boil myself, but it does need to be really warm. And I also milk my drinks for a long period of time. So I want it to be you know, casually warm for, I don't know, an hour or two, if possible. So I always order extra, extra hot if I order a hot drink. If I order a cold drink, it's few and far between. I always have some sort of alternate milk option. Truthfully, my favorite is soy, but people are always kind of weird about ordering. So I, you know, do your own research, I guess. But I like it. I like the taste. So, uh, whoops. Almond is pretty nasty unless it's in cold drinks. Tastes fine in cold drinks, in hot drinks, bleh. Oat is also a little touchy. I can only use oat at home. I never order oat. I love hemp and I love coconut sometimes. I'm also really particular about my syrups. I don't really like too much syrup. Sometimes I do sugar-free, sometimes I do the sugar-full, whatever the normal's called. If I really need the caffeine, I usually do about three shots, let's say, extra hot, soy milk cappuccino. Perhaps if I'm feeling myself when they had it, I did pistachio. Now I would do white chocolate maybe or hazelnut, big hazelnut gal. But that's kind of it. I love a dirty chai, but that's a rarity. And if I order an ice drink, I love a macchiato. I love to switch it up. I really do. And like I said, I think that tells you a lot about myself because I feel like I almost have FOMO with coffee. If I'm not trying different things, then I'm feeling left out. But I've definitely made the switch in recent weeks from lattes to cappuccinos, and I haven't looked back. Not one darn second. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, Mackenzie asked, what is my favorite food ever? Here's the deal. When I was, I don't know, I'm going to say up until I pretty much left for college, I had one ideal perfect meal that I would always request from my mom for my birthday. Here it is. Beautifully hot, delicious rice from the rice cooker. Always white, always good. Next, green giant microwave vegetables, particularly what I claim to be slimy broccoli, aka broccoli with melted cheese all over it. Don't come for me. It is the most delicious green giant option offered on the market. And I will fight to the grave for that. That is my absolute favorite thing. I don't know how or why, but somewhere along the line, I coined it slimy broccoli growing up, and that is what it has forever been called in my family. Next up, drumlets. I want to say, no, is it drumettes? I think it's drumettes. What the heck's a drumlet? A drumette, which is essentially little teeny tiny beautifully seasoned chicken wings. Last but not least, bread. Particularly sourdough bread covered in butter seasoned with salad supreme. If you're an OG watcher of my videos, you've probably heard me talk about salad supreme seasoning before. Here's what you do. You put your sourdough slices on some tinfoil or, or whatever your baking sheet is. and You put it into the oven. But first you cover them with butter and you sprinkle them with salad supreme then you let them toast for I don't know five ten minutes or whatever it takes and you pull them out and you've got the most delicious seasoned sourdough toast you've ever tasted not to mention you've got your white rice you've got your slimy broccoli and your drumettes drumlets whatever they're called that was my favorite go-to meal of all time if I had room in my belly I probably would have finished it off with some coffee ice cream And to this day, that meal sounds delicious. It really does. I'm also just a sucker for anything my mom makes. So anything that she probably cooks up, I would love and I would claim as my favorite food ever. But I don't have one of those like, this is my all time favorite food. I obviously love pretzels. You all know that. I love pretzels in all shapes and forms. I do not discriminate my pretzels. I also love sweet potatoes. That's no secret either. But really for just, we could go like food categories in which I would say pretzels, sweet potatoes, ice cream, smoothies, and coffee. Is that a category? Is that a food category? Uh, Someone said favorite go-to snack right now. Not exactly a snack. I don't know why I'm choosing all these food questions, but this is a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Riley, my favorite go-to snack, I would say more of like a little treat or just like an in-between snacks and meal option is the dates. I can't get enough of dates right now particularly Trader Joe's Organic Medjool Pitted Dates. They have to be pitted because I'm just too darn nervous. I'm going to bite into a pit and crack a tooth. Can't even talk about it, you all know. If I'm really feeling myself and I wanna get all creative, you know, we do a little dash of cashew butter on the inside of the date. I know you all have told me to put them in the freezer. I am tempted. I haven't bitten the bullet yet. I'm getting there. I'll gain the courage and the confidence soon. But, you know, one day at a time. But just in general, I mean, gosh, who invented dates? I love them. Whoever they are, I love you. Jay says, do you have any tips for starting to drink a gallon of water per day? Yeah, I would probably say ease into it. It's not something that is good for everybody. It's not something I would even recommend for everybody. But let's say you are of a good age. You feel like you need more water in your routine. You have ample access to a bathroom. Then I would say... Yeah, ease into it. Let's say you normally only have like two glasses of water a day. Your body probably is going to be a little bit confused if you go from two glasses to a full gallon. Like it's going to be a little bit of a shock. So ease your way into it. Maybe start with a half gallon and then three fourths a gallon, whatever. Also remember, slow and steady wins the race. Some people love those like measured water bottles that tell you a certain amount of water that you should have drank in by a certain time in the day. I never pay attention to that just because I'm not that visually literate that's actually a really interesting topic i'd love to dive into one time visual literacy is a really interesting thing like it's almost like you drive down the same street every single day but could you tell me the exact color of the house on the corner of your street could you tell me the color of the doorway could you tell me the color of the roof could you tell me the color of the building that you live in? Like all those kinds of things that we see in our everyday lives, are we really taking them in? How visually literate are we to our surroundings? It's a very interesting topic. I'd love to learn more about it. But yeah, I I have a half gallon water bottle that I think is my favorite way of making sure I consume that much water because otherwise I would always just lose track with my 24 ounce, even my 32 ounce water bottles. It's just... <laughs> too much mindless math you know like you just kind of go about your day you sort of forget how many times did I fill this up I can't remember Uh, for Keith he loves it he doesn't mind that it's not really a problem for some people but for me the easier the simpler the better so I have a half gallon mine's from hydro jug and I think it's perfect because I just fill it up once in the morning and then usually my second fill up is right around like four or five in the afternoon And I always get a good amount of water before and after my workout, which I think always helps with my intake. So if you are drinking a gallon of water and you do happen to also work out that day, I know that always helps me with my consumption. How do you feel about clickbait workout titles? I mean, listen, it's horrible. I know, especially at the beginning of my journey, I really fell for them myself and also even probably did them myself too. So it's a double-edged sword. Like I get it. I get SEO. I understand why people do it But the ones that really, really bother me, at least now at this stage in my journey, is when people who genuinely know better continually use clickbait titles. Ones that talk about spot reducing, ones that talk about finding a certain goal or reaching a certain goal in a very short amount of time, something like that. It's just, it's not good when you know that that person who's making them is well aware of the dangers of that. I've actually taken down a video or two that I realize now I no longer agree with or I've I've changed things and whatnot because I just, I know I'm not perfect and I know I don't know everything, but it's important to consistently be adapting and learning and accepting new information as it's presented to you and, and accepting that you were wrong in the past, you can improve, you can do better, et cetera. So I don't love clickbait. And to be honest with you, it's not good for creators either. If somebody clicks on your video and then it's completely different than what the creator promoted it as. Like if you're a random person, you click on a video, you realize this is total BS. Like it's not what you promoted in the thumbnail. Most of the time they're gonna click off the video. And if YouTube sees that nobody's really watching your video, it's got a bad retention rate, it's gonna stop promoting the video and the video's not even going to do well to begin with. So there we are. When you were younger, what did you wanna be when you grew up and how has that changed? When I was younger, who my golly, I wanted to be a rock star. And that's not even a a tiny bit of a joke. I wanted to be a rock star. I had an iPod Nano engraved on the back, Taylor the rock star. This is truth. This is facts. This is stories. I can pull up pictures for proof. I think I have before. And there was like this one tiny little error in the plan and the process that I realized I can't sing. I can't play guitar. I can't play the drums. I can't play bass. Like I can't pretty much do anything musically inclined. So the dream was big, far reached, wide. I wanted to genuinely also be Hannah Montana. Like, hello, so did everybody. But I always just felt, I remember when that show came out, like that would have been my perfect role I I can't act I can't sing but gosh Taylor you would have been so darn good at playing Hannah Montana that was really what I wanted to do I wanted to be a Disney Channel star I mean how many times did we all practice doing the Disney Channel logo with the magic glow stick in our bedrooms all the darn time are you kidding that was what I wanted most in life and it never did come true. And genuinely, I would have been really bad at it. But that was the dream when I was younger. I never was one of those like cute kids with a brain where I was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to help people. No, I was like, Nah, Taylor, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to have a band. I'm going to change the world with my music and my lack of tone and pitch and become multi platinum or whatever happens when you're successful. That was the dream. That was the goal. And here we are. I'm recording myself in my living room sitting on my dog bed. (laughs) Well, Reese's dog bed, but you get the point. I have no explanation for why I just did this, but I literally paused the podcast and just made myself a bowl of yogurt. (laughs) I've been craving a bowl of yogurt all day long, finally purchased yogurt after not having it for maybe two or three weeks or so, and there's nothing better than just a big old bowl with frozen berries and goji berries and cashew butter. Oh gosh, put myself in a good mood right there. I also finally just purchased the tops from Girlfriend Collective and golly gee, you know, Washington just hits you with those taxes. geez Louise. But the bag is secured and you know, it makes you feel good. It, it really hits home that you're finally pushing past those little feelings, those little insecurities just itching their way into the room. But we're doing our best, trying to live our best lives. But I really hope that this message in some way resonates with you. Like I don't want these to be just big long pointless rants, but maybe you're in my boat or maybe you've never felt that way before. But either way, just always remember that life is too flip and short to be spending our days worrying about things that 10 years from now I am going to think are so silly and petty and dumb. Like if I could think back to me 10 years ago, one decade ago, to 14-year-old Taylor, all I would think about was how much fun I was having in middle school. I wouldn't think about all of the times I felt self-conscious or all of the moments that I was too nervous to go somewhere. I think about all of the memories I made, the fun friends I had, and the great times that were also had. You know, I don't think back and I'm like, oh gosh, remember how horrible I looked in those one pair of shorts? I mean, you know, I didn't have the best fashion sense, but I just don't ever want to continue another day like thinking so down on myself. And for what? You know, it's one of those things that you hear all of the time but it takes forever to actually activate like the right thing in your brain to believe it yourself, you know? Because like I can continually tell you that. I can tell you this is how you should view your days. This is how you should go about your life. Don't worry. Don't worry about your insecurities, blah, blah, blah. But if you don't truly believe that for yourself, then my words are just words, you know? You have to make something click right for you. And even now, like I'm not standing on some holy ground over here. I have to take this all in myself but I want to do it with you I want to do it alongside you you know we're not alone we're in this together I got your back and hopefully you've got mine and whatever feels like some big huge hurdle don't worry because we're going to get through it together and I love you all so much but I just want to give like a very special and thoughtful thank you like a sincere thank you for listening and if you're still listening right now God bless you I love you so stinking much and I know I always say this, but I just appreciate you so much if you want to tune into the podcast. It means so stinking much to me, and I just always look forward to recording these. It makes my whole world go round, and if there's anything that you ever want to hear me talk about, say, speak on advice that you need. Always write in. I love reading your comments, your voice messages, your emails, whatever. It just, it puts the biggest flipping smile on my face and you all are amazing. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. Enjoy whatever activity you're doing right now. Live in the moment, live for the memories, not for the insecurities. Is that something that we could put on a shirt? Perhaps. Love you all. I will talk to you next week.